Good morning to uh, Radhakala Chanji Dam. Good morning to all of the assembled devotees. Let's see, today is August 15th. And I never tire of, as I grow more mature, realizing how fast time goes by so quickly. We're reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 1, Text 13, and uh, my Dandavas to uh, Achuta uh, Das and uh, Saranandini for being always, for being on target like no one else that I know as far as keeping up the shlokas on the board. Um, I think it was last night, there was a different shloka on the board. And it was really time for everybody to be in bed, but I come in this morning and they've rewritten, they've written the shlokas up. So that's that's dedication, and we all have a certain amount of dedication. We all have certain talents. And then some of us, most of us, have lots of talents that are seemingly hidden, but Krishna is so merciful, he gives it to us based on based on the desire and the need for it. Uh, But before we read text 13, we always like to get the mercy of Lord Krishna. And we like to start it properly by singing Jaya Radha Madhava.
jay raram narava kunja bihari jay gopi janavalaba girivaradari Jaya Gopi Janavalaba Girivaradari Yashoda Nandana Brajajara Randanan Yashoda Nandana Brajajara Randanan Yamuna Kiravanachari Yamuna Kiravanachari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Sometimes just singing the uh, the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra seems to be more than enough for me, but it will never be enough because there is always some nectar from reading the scriptures. 
And to let you know, there's no such thing as a mission impossible. It took me years to get to this point uh, in uh, Krishna consciousness. Everybody comes in at different levels. And I just want to say that no matter what level you came in on, if you have an ounce of sincerity or a desire as tiny as a mustard seed, even tinier than that, That's all Krishna needs to know. He'll take it from there. And not that he, um, what is the proper, what is the proper word? Because sometimes using the improper words can be offensive. Um, And sometimes I'm very good just coming out and saying what I uh, have to say. But Krishna does not have any favorites. Let me put it that way. There are no favorites. But he is specially inclined to his devotees, like a parent. You love your children. There is no such thing as I love this one child more than the other. I look at, I look at my children and I could never say that. But think about it. Uh, not that this is a reflection on me or anybody else, but when you find one child more inclined than the other to serve and to do just because they love you, gosh, the heart warms up because they don't want anything in return. And in a sense, that is kind of what Krishna does, but it's kind of what we're supposed to be doing, loving him and serving him no matter what and not wanting anything in return and understanding that this relationship that we have with Krishna is not a business arrangement. You give me, I give you. There, That's not love. That's a business arrangement. Relationship should not be like a business arrangement. I don't know why I said that, but it just came, so I thought I'd share it. But we're reading the canto, uh, we're reading the Srimad Bhagavatam again. Um, text 12, canto 1, chapter 1. And we're given instructions all over again on how to actually process the information in the scriptures if we didn't get it the first time, the second time, or the third time that we read it. Krishna is so merciful in this age of Kali Yuga. We're lucky and fortunate and ready. Krishna makes the arrangements to give us exactly what we need. So text... 13 is on the board in the book. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Let's see, text 13, and if some of you have it on your uh, your phones. Well, it's big enough on the board for some of us. You can repeat after, um, I've read it a couple of times. Tana Tanaha Surushamananam Ahasyanganu varnitam yashavataro bhutanam keshamayacha bhavyacha 
Tanmasasrushamananam Arhasiyan ganuvarnitam Yasyavatarobhutanam Kashuniyachabhavyacha Tanmasasrushamananam Arhasiyan ganuvarnitam Yasyavatarobhutanam Keshmayachabhavyacha any of you could read that. Anyone want to try? Go ahead. Tana susrusmananam. Ahasianganu varnitam. Yashavataro butanam. Keshamaya cha bhavya cha Word for word, tat, those, na, unto us, susrashamananam, those who are endeavoring for Ahasi ought to do it. Anga. O Sutta Goswami. Anuvarnatam. To explain by following in the footsteps of previous Acharyas. Yasya. Whose? Avatara, incarnation, Bhutanam, of the living beings, Keshamaya, for good, Cha, and Bhavya, upliftment, Cha, and. The translation here is O Sutta Goswami, we are eager to learn about the personality of Godhead and his incarnation. Please explain to us those teachings imparted by previous masters, acharyas, for one is uplifted both by speaking them and hearing them. Again, Osuta Goswami we are eager to learn about the personality of Godhead and his incarnation. Please explain to us those teachings imparted by previous masters, acharyas. For one is uplifted both by speaking them and hearing them. 
in the purport. The conditions for hearing the transcendental message of the absolute truth are set forth herein. The first condition is that the audience must be very sincere and eager to hear. And the speaker must be in the line of disciplic succession from the recognized acharya. The transcendental message of the absolute is not understandable by those who are materially absorbed. Under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master, one becomes gradually purified. Therefore, one must be in the chain of disciplic succession and learn the spiritual art of submissive hearing. In the case of Sutta Goswami and the sages of Namasaranya, all these conditions are fulfilled because Srila Sutta Goswami is in the line of Srila Vyasudeva. And the sages of Namasaranya are all sincere souls who are anxious to learn the truth. Thus, the transcendental topics of Lord Sri Krishna's superhuman activities, his incarnation, his birth, appearance or disappearance, his forms, his names, and so on, are all easily understandable because all requirements are fulfilled. Such discourse, such discourses help all men on the path of spiritual realization. Namo Vishnu Badaya Krishna Basaya Bhutama Shinadi Bhakti Tiktaswami Namate Namaste Krishna Bhattarabhata Sri Guru Kuruna Shakti Bhakti This reminds me of um, when you're about to take off on a plane, how there's certain conditions, certain conditions that have to be met before you fly. And just in my mind, from the few times that I've, I've flown, I know that your seat belts have to be on, your seats have to be in the upright position, and the tray on the seat in front of you should be up, and you should be ready when the plane takes off, which means there's a process for a lot of things in our lives, and we don't realize it. Because when we come to Krishna consciousness, some people that have not had any structure in their lives are jolted because of the requirements and the instructions that are required for a devotee. And if you really took the time to think about what's required, you really thought about it based on what your return would be, the Results are amazing as to what you get in return. And again, remember, it's not a business relationship. It isn't. And in the age of Kali Yuga, where we are right now, 
Lord Chaitanya has been so, not has been, is so merciful that we have been asked to just chant the Maha Mantra and stay on the path of bhakti devotional service. The requirements are really minimal. No meat eating, no illicit sex, no intoxication, no gambling. Good. Some of us are on that path anyway, but in Krishna consciousness, ISKCON, it is required that you follow these instructions. You're getting ready to come to the understanding of who you are because in this material world, on this material planet, we've forgotten who we are. So it's like seat belts have to be fastened, seat sitting straight up, no distractions in front of you, and now you're ready. Now this is the third time I have been fortunate enough, very fortunate, to read the Srimad Bhagavatam. Some of you have read it more than once, way more than I have. But each time you are blessed with the understanding of a little bit more than you got the last time you read it. That's Krishna's mercy. That is Krishna's mercy. And for those of you that have sat in on some of the um, discourses that we've had, I have said many times that um, my brother, well, I call him my brother because he has to be my brother from a previous life. My brother-in-law, uh, my husband at the time, his brother, uh, uh, came from out of town and he was just getting into Krishna consciousness. So, of course, he wanted to share it with the family. So I guess he selected us to share it with. Well, he meant to <laughs> grab his brother in the process. Well, instead of it getting to his brother, it skipped him and got to me. And he left me with the Srimad, uh, um, the Bhagavad Gita. And he was so kind, and that makes me remember, because always if we're, our eyes are wide open, we're getting lessons and instructions. If we are receptive, there's always some type of lesson that we can get, either positive or negative, and it's up to us to which one we accept. But he had asked me to read the Srimad Bhagavatam, and it was a small one. Print was small, but that was no excuse at the time. I did not always require, well, I did. I've required glasses since I fell on the side of my face when I was eight. So I needed the glasses. The point is, every time he would come into town, he would ask me, you know, sis, have you read the uh, the book that I gave you? So he was always kind about it. So I, I always had an excuse. It's like, okay, next time you come, I'm going to read this. Well, this went on maybe for about a, maybe eight months or so. And I felt really guilty because I was not reading it. And I thought, let me do him a favor. Uh, okay, I, I'm doing him a favor. I'm, I'm going to read this book. And it became perfectly clear to me that he was doing me a favor because through all the challenges that came or transpired after that, 
I needed something to hold on to. And he would always say, um, you were looking for something. But my ego was in charge. It's like I wasn't looking for anything. And this has been over 20 years. And his name is Pandu. And, and like the Pandavas, he left his body early. Um, he and his wife, uh, Mohini, uh, introduced me to the scriptures, the children, uh, uh, Krishna Shakti, Palaka, the entire family just kind of wrapped their arms around us and slowly instructed us in the scriptures. And it is one of the best things that have ever happened in my life because depending on where you are, you're either ready to take off or you're not. But here, starting in Canto 1, Chapter 1, you're given the instructions on what's required. First of all, there has to be some sincerity in wanting to hear. You know, in previous years, you know, the devotees, when Srila Prabhupada was on this planet, they were getting so much mercy, and so many of them realized that. To say that and to say that we all do things differently, sometimes things were done differently to get devotees. Um, and we do it now. Sometimes we, it's almost like we crack people over the head, like, you've got to take this and da-da-da. Nope, nope, nope. Time, place, circumstance. Things are constantly changing, and we have to change along with it. However, we have to keep the essence of the scriptures. We have to. And, and I applaud the devotees that are going out on, on, uh, book distribution. Whatever step you're taking, that's important. That's preaching. And they're taking maha. They're taking cookies. I never got around yet to book distribution, but I applaud the devotees that do because you've got to be able to take a no and keep going and not take it personally. Um, but that's what the devotees are doing when they go out for book distribution. And that's what we do sometimes when we're sharing the scriptures. You have to have someone that is willing to listen, which means that you have to have a willing audience. Now, as far as the speaker or the person that is speaking the scriptures, it is very important that they are in the disciplic succession of an acharya or spiritual master, that they have a spiritual master. And it's even to the point, and I think most people take it so casually, anyone sitting on the Vyasasan should be in disciplic succession uh, of a well-known or, um, oh, how do they put it? Because you have to be so careful with the words that you're saying because people will go back and repeat and say, well, you said this, so let me tell you how the scriptures. Ah, yes, there's that word bona fide. They have to be in the disciplic succession, um, the chain of disciplic succession. 
and it should be under the direction of a bona fide spiritual master. The the characteristics or the requirements of a bona fide spiritual master is in the book. It's in the Bhagavad Gita. There is no question about it. If you're really curious and you want to learn about who you are, where you came from, where you're supposed to be going, the information is in the scriptures. We are so fortunate that when the sages uh, of Namasaranya gathered, they knew we were in Kali Yug and we were on one heck of a spiritual, we were in the process of being on one heck of a bumpy ride in Kali Yug. So they wanted to hear from a learned uh, disciple and Sutta Goswami fa- fell in, in line with all of those requirements. They were looking out for us today, back then. In previous yugs, it was very possible, and in cases required, that in order to understand the scriptures and to know it, you had to read all of the scriptures and I think in the Vedic scriptures, um, what is it, 400,000 verses? I could be off. And that was when life was longer for everyone. Well, life isn't so long for us right now. Um, even a 100 years is short. So what was given to us at that time was so much mercy and so much love were the scriptures that we're reading from every morning. All of the... Vedic scriptures, the texts, the Puranas, are condensed in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Everything we need to know can be read in the Srimad Bhagavatam. All, everything is there that we need. From beginning to middle to no end, because it's a continuation. Even death is not an end. It's a continuation. All of this is in the scriptures. We are so fortunate. We don't realize it. We don't realize how much Krishna wants to give us. We don't realize how much we are missed in on Krishna Loka, how much they want us back home, how sad they are that we are in this condition. And unfortunately today, there are so many distractions, and you'll find that most people with material distractions don't get this. Sometimes they will come, um, they will come to the temple, and they'll say, "Well, I went to the temple." Well, that's very nice. It is very nice to come to the temple. The atmosphere in a temple, properly situated, is very blissful. It's in the mood of wanting to learn and wanting to have really good association. And sometimes people come just for that. That's okay, because association is really, really key. But you have to come with an open mind. As a matter of fact, you should approach most things with an open mind to be able to say yay or nay. Just because it's negative does not mean, oh, I don't want to hear it. Nope. 
you got to hear because there are people that you're going to approach that may be living that lifestyle and you can't close them off. So you've got to be able to come with an open mind to the scriptures to understand how to explain the scriptures to those who may be living a little bit differently. And we have to be very careful not to be so judgmental. Even if you've been in it one day longer than the next person, have some compassion and understanding because every single one of us has done something wrong. Biggest thing that we've done wrong is to want to be Krishna, to want to lord it all over the universe, which is why we came here. We wanted to be like Krishna. There used to be this saying that you want to be like Mike. The, uh, uh, what is it? Basketball player. We wanted to be like Krishna, so we're here. There's a price that we have to pay and we are paying it. However, we have been allowed to have a foundation, a grounding that has been established that will help us on the path back to Godhead. Even if you Do not quote all the very important shlokas. You know, you can read them back and forth. That's very nice. It's a very admirable quality to establish. And even better is that you understand it. But to go beyond it, we have to be an example to other people. Um, I was going to digress for a minute, but... To say that we have to be examples when we are preaching to others. Um, people are watching us. And sometimes, even if everything is not perfect in our lives, if we go beyond ourselves and try to help someone else in Krishna consciousness, Krishna doesn't miss that. He knows what you did. And even if nobody understood why you did it, why you reached out, To this particular individual, Krishna knows if you mistake a shloka or mispronounce something, the goal is just pronounce it properly and get get it right. But even if you don't, Krishna understands it. Just have that sincerity that, Krishna, I do want to understand who I am, what my relationship is with you. What the heck did I do to get here? And if you're fortunate enough while you're still in this body, you just may even know it. The goal is not so much, let me, you hear a lot of people saying that I want to get out of here and go back to the spiritual world. Well, that's nice because if you stay on the path, you follow the rules and regulations. Association is key. Association is key, no matter what cloth you're wearing. Association is key. That That's the one thing I, I just beat myself over the head with. And if I'm up here, I'm telling you that. That's a quality that you have to keep in mind that is healthy, that will help you stay on the path to devotional service. To hear from uh Learn it, a bona fide spiritual master, the scriptures, to be willing to be, and here's that catchy word, submissive. Now, Prabhu, submissive may not bother you, but as a female and as historically we've heard, 
Females must be submissive to this, to that. It's a very sensitive word because sometimes the way it's being used in the material world is improper. So one of the requirements is that you hear submissively from a spiritual master. And that's when the guard comes up. It's like, I'm I'm not being submissive to anybody. I remember when I came to the temple first, it was people were bowing down to the deities. And, oh, my gosh, I was so puffed up. I'm not bowing down. I don't know who this is. I thought I was cool. I, I really did. I was ignorant. I didn't know. And, you know, you don't. You don't talk negatively about people that behave like I did because Krishna was on my right, my left, my front, my back, protecting me at all times so that I didn't get off track because initially I came to understand that that is the greatest honor to be able to drop and do dandavas to give, to ask for mercy, to give my obeisances, not only to Lord Krishna and Radharani, not only to the altar, but to the spiritual master. But in order to even progress, you have to hear submissively. And it's like medicine. It's like medicine. Most of us have to, at some point in life, take some medicine, depending on how our body has been depending on the body that we got when we came into the world, depending on any damage natural that comes from the elements that happens. And when you're taking the medicine, it is not pleasant. It's like, what? why am I doing this? The scriptures are like medicine. Initially, you're taking it. It's like, why am I doing this? But it's you're grunting and you're, you're complaining and it's like, all right, I'll take it anyway. And then eventually you begin to understand, you begin to feel something different. Just do it. Just do it. Like the commercials say, just do it. Keep doing it. And you will notice that over time there will be some changes in your life. If you're doing it properly, someone else may see it before you do. But the very fact that each one of you is sitting here means that you've gotten some extra mercy. You've gotten some spiritual credit from previous lives to be able to walk through that temple door and to sit down and to hear the scriptures all over again. Because you've heard them before. You've heard them before. This is not new in some other body. You've heard this before. We are blessed now to have the human body and it is an excellent body to understand who we are, to learn, to take spiritual knowledge, to know that this world is not our home. It is temporary. There are so many things that are going on outside that door and maybe inside too, but mainly outside. And we have been gifted with knowledge to even in the midst of all of the things that are going on in our community, in the world, to be equipoised, not to say that we're ignoring what's going on, but we understand why this is happening. You can't tell someone 
especially someone you don't know in another country on a personal level. Well, this is happening in your country because da-da-da-da-da-da. Everything has happened for a reason. It is either because of something that we've done, something someone has done to us, or just providence, the demigods. Um, what is it? Mm. Yes, there are terminologies, and I know them, but they're not coming to mind. But the point is, there's a reason that everything happens. But what we don't need to do is to waddle in the fact that, oh, I'm in this position, and I can't seem to go any further. Yes, you can. Everybody has the potential, if they so desire. The old saying, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. The thing with Krishna consciousness and the thing in the scriptures, I'm, I'm going to wind this up, but with the scriptures, what you want are to understand that based on where you've come from, based on what the issues are, what the previous issues are, what family you came into, what your economic, emotional Stability is like everything has a purpose, but all is not lost because we have the opportunity to come to the level of pure knowledge. Not that we become puffed up about Krishna consciousness, God consciousness, and all of the information and literature that has been given to us Willingly, by Srila Prabhupada, by the previous Acharyas, before Srila Prabhupada, at least, if you're not doing it, at least start to pretend like you want to do better than what you're doing now, that you want the higher knowledge, that you are ready to establish a relationship with the Supreme Lord, Krishna, And one of the main things that I can tell you is that when you understand that you can have the exchange of a relationship with Krishna, it's like nothing you have ever had in the world. No one can match it. It is attainable by anyone. This Krishna consciousness is not an India thing. It's Universal, all over the universe, it is avail. It is available for us, and all you have to do is have a desire. From whatever point you are right now, to want to take to Krishna consciousness, um, and just to get back on track again, the scriptures, uh, the last couple of lines in the purport. There's so many. Just to reiterate, O Sutta Goswami, we are eager to learn about the personality of Godhead and his incarnations. Please explain to us those teachings imparted by previous acharyas, for one is uplifted both by speaking them and hearing them, and the conditions for hearing 
The transcendental message of the absolute truth are given to us at the very beginning in the scriptures. Again, the first condition is that the audience must be very sincere and eager. And the speaker must be in the line of disciplic succession from the recognized acharya, which means that anybody off the streets cannot just come in and read the scriptures and say, I am God. But there are people that are not knowledgeable enough to understand not to be so gullible. We open ourselves up to a lot of things. The um, key, all of this is key in the purport. But the other point is that there, one must be in the chain of disciplic succession and learn the spiritual art, real key, spiritual art of submissive hearing in the position of being in the position of submissive hearing from a spiritual master, you you attain, you acquire so much mercy, so many positive things that can happen in your life just based on the guru-disciple relationship and being in a position where you are willing to listen and not be a big head and know everything because when, personally, I speak from experience. Bhakti Tirta Swami is my spiritual master. I didn't know him, but my brother knew him. My brother-in-law knew him. My brother knew him, and he was giving me all of these, telling me these accolades of everything he's achieved. Didn't mean anything to me because I didn't know him. I didn't know about Krishna consciousness, at least in this lifetime at that point. But when he started chipping away at that false ego and I started allowing it, so many things began to change in my life because I like to think I'm a lot different from the person that walked into that temple many years ago. And actually, I know I am because, oh, for so many different reasons, many different reasons, but it is very important that you hear, that you take initiation. This is another reason. Take initiation from a bona fide spiritual master. Last, the transcendental topics of Lord Sri Krishna's superhuman activities. These are things that we get an opportunity to be a part of, to hear. His incarnation, his birth. All of this is in the scriptures, the Srimad Bhagavatam his appearance and disappearance, his forms, his names, and so on, are all easily understandable because you've met all the requirements and they've been fulfilled. Such discourses help all men or women on the path of spiritual realization. So at this point, you should have an understanding of the position that you should be in to approach the scriptures to be able to grasp and to understand. And to understand that submissive does not mean that you are being a doormat for someone. It means way more than that. And when we talk about submissiveness in the proper line of disciplic succession, when it's 
follow properly. And Srila Prabhupada was a master at following it. He knew when to be firm and he knew when to be compassionate. And he balanced it nicely. When you were in the proper position, when you were situated, seat belts on, seat is back. No distractions. You're ready to hear the scriptures. And you come in a mood of wanting to hear and wanting to learn and knowing that you don't know anything based on what you're about to hear and accepting that as a fact and being okay with it. And it does not mean in the process of all this knowledge that you become a doormat for anybody. That, But I will tell you at any point in time, I will be a doormat for Krishna. There is so much he has given. There is so, I can't read, I don't even, I can't even begin to return it. But text 13 of Canto 1 of Chapter 1 describes the position of the spirit, the jiva, when he is ready to hear the scriptures. Now I'm going to end at this point. Does anyone have anything you want to share? Any comments um, before we end? There is, um, it's just very sweet to hear and begin to understand a little bit because even with a little bit of the scriptures, it takes you so much further than you were the previous day. And what to think of when you hang in there and listen to the entire scriptures. It will not only blow your mind, it will change your world. Anyone, any comments before? Yes. Uh, do we have the mic? There. <laughs> you use your outside voice. <laughs> well, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Because what I'm hearing and what you're saying are some of the things that I said myself. And it was very important that I get me out of the way because it was my this. This isn't even your life. This is, we're all part of, we're all part of Krishna. You'll come to understand that and accept it. But you have to understand that you just didn't appear mysteriously. You've come from somewhere. You've been somewhere else. And if you look around, you'll find that no matter what's going on in this world, it's imperfect. And you'll also understand that maybe in the previous association that you've had, not everybody is happy 24-7, 365 days a year. There has to be an answer to it. And to at least want to help yourself to at least want to try to figure out if this is the right thing, we have to move our false ego. Well, for me, we have to move our false ego out of the way. But even before that, you got to want this. You've really got to be sincere about wanting to hear the scriptures. 
Now, if you've been told that, well, you need to hear it because this is what you're supposed to, that's probably not going to work for you. Sometimes something has to happen in your life. Those that come to Krishna consciousness um, are either looking for something, they're either uh, searching for higher knowledge, they're trying to better their situation. Um, there's another, uh, there's another condition too, but the main condition is that you have to be looking and you have to want something better than what you have right now. And you have to know that what you've been doing before, what you've read before, what someone else has shared with you has not worked. If it, if it's working, fine. I have never come across anything that has, once I've dropped my guard and been submissive, but not with the submissiveness that we think of in the material world, but being submissive to hear the absolute true truth from a knowledgeable soul. When we are situated in that position, when we have had when we are sick and tired of being sick and tired, when we have had enough, when the world has tossed us about so much that we're just like a limp rag, completely beat up mentally, you've had it. Nothing's working. You've got to know that there has to be an answer to this. No loving God would put an individual or allow an individual to be in this situation without an answer. And you have to ask questions about what it is that you're hearing. Never follow anything blindly. Even, even Krishna consciousness, ask questions, but ask because you want to know, not because you want to defeat it, because you will never defeat it, because it is absolute. It is the truth, it is the highest knowledge. But something in you has to want it bad enough. Not just one day out of the week, but every day of the week. It would be very nice to see someone living the example. And as I said, and this may not even mean anything right now, but when you are ready, when you are really ready for this, a path will be laid out for you. You will, whatever you need. Krishna wants us to experience, to, to understand who we are, to realize that this is not our home, that our home is much happier than this. Everything is much more blissful than this. But like a loving parent, you have to allow the child to go through so many different situations. And when that child has had enough and they cry out, Mom, Dad, then you're ready. What what would you think, what would you say would be your stumbling block? Ah, definitely a distraction. And in this age right now, there are so many (laughs) distractions, sensory distractions, that it's overwhelming. But if you experience these 
uh, sensory distractions, you will find that you will never, ever get enough. Because it's temporary. It's not going to last. It's like, well, let's say if you're, you're eating or you're, you're, uh, drinking water or, or, oh, what else can I do? Well, sex is a very strong, uh, attraction for most people and it's, it's tied into everything practically. Advertising, you name it, you name it, you name it. But how many, how many successful marriages, relationships do you hear about because they're looking for the wrong thing in whatever situation that they're in. They're looking for this one particular thing that will give them satisfaction. They'll never have enough sex. They'll never have enough food, the right food. you got to want it. You have got to really want it. And you've got to know that whatever distractions that you have had, I mean, how far have they gotten you and are they giving you everything? Um, do you find anything lacking in the experiences or do they all? Yeah, and most of us. But really, that was the biggest thing for me. That was one of the biggest things for me, too. Um, sensory, um, sensory distractions. And they're very strong. But they can be very successfully overcome. It's like taking a bath every day when we're chanting the Maha Mantra, but it's even more cleansing than a bath. And you're constantly purifying yourself, even when you say it offensively, even when you're chanting offensively. We hope no one is, but from time to time, until people really get on the right track, they do. Even when you say it, offensively or not in a mood of sincerity, you will get some benefits. But if you are chanting, if you are reading, if you are having the proper association and you're ready to give up certain things like illicit sex, meat-eating, intoxicating, intoxication, gambling, you... First of all, you can't give anything up if you have nothing to... Re- you shouldn't give anything up until you have a replacement for it. Because everything that you give up, every single thing that you give up, Krishna will replace it with something even higher. I mean everything. In those particular areas that you give up, Krishna will give you something that's even better than that, And it will last even longer than whatever it is that you've done before. Um, When I was little, there used to be something called a um, slowpoke. It was a, 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 it was a candy. It was like a sucker and it lasted. It, you just couldn't finish that thing. And that's kind of like what you get in Krishna consciousness. You get this mood of being a devotee and enjoying the things that a devotee enjoys and it just never seems to stop. There's, I compare it to having too much candy. It's like Krishna's giving you so much 
and you're wondering, what did I do to deserve this? All you had to do was have a little faith and understand you belong to me. Krishna's saying that you belong to me. I've got so much more, so much more, and it lasts more than a day. It lasts forever. But all that's required is your sincerity in wanting. Just a little bit of faith, and Krishna will help you increase it even more and more. But everything that we give up, that we're enjoying in this material world, you don't know, everyone does not, you don't all know me, but understand that I have been a devotee for many years. I would not put myself in a position to lie before the Lord or any one. I hate, I hate a liar. I, well, I hate the lie, but take it from me. Krishna will replace every single one of these things that you think you're giving up with something even higher. All you have to do is have a little faith and it does come in handy to have really good association. And if you don't pray to Krishna, he will put the proper association or associate there for you to understand Krishna consciousness, to study it in depth, and to stay on the devotional path. Kalachanji Dam is a very special Dam. And I've been to many temples. Uh, I've been to India. Um, my favorite. Um, well, I can't. That's unfair. <laughs> Vrindavan is wonderful. My heart is in Mayapur. There is an energy in most temples. When people, devotees are serious, even if it's a handful, they are very serious. And if you can just grasp a hold of that group of individuals that understand the concept of Krishna consciousness and you hold on tight, then they'll help you get back to the spiritual world or to at least learn how to hold on to the lotus feet of a spiritual master who's holding on to the lotus feet of his spiritual master, on and on and on. And they're all holding on to the lotus feet of Lord Sri Krishna. This special group, it's like that spy show. It says, um, what is it, person of interest. You know, if your time is up, <laughs> You don't have to look for them. They'll find you. There is a special group in most temples. Sometimes the group is small. Sometimes it's bigger. But there is a group that exists here. That when your sincerity is such, they'll find you. And they'll help you get back on the path. They'll help you understand that even if you feel like you're giving up a half an hour or an hour on a Sunday, that's worth it. And it's even worth it to come every single day and just have darshan of the Lord. It is so potent. It is so powerful. You'll come to a point where you're sitting in the temple, just you and the Lord. And you're having a conversation. There, There is so much potential, so much that we are not aware of. And all it takes, they say a leap of faith. Just take a step. 
And I will never say that I know everything. I will never say that I will repeat all the slokas properly. But if there's anything that I can do or anyone that's sitting on the Vyasasan or anyone that you feel connected with in a spiritual way, all of us have been given so much, it would be wrong to hold on to all of this. We would love to give it back, whatever it takes to get you to that point where this is your all in all and you understand everything you ever need in your life is right here. We'd like to make ourselves available. So um, it is obvious that you've given up things to be here because you're not just a one-time person that shows up once a year. That much I know. So you are searching. Sometimes it takes us a while to understand that the things that probably we're no longer doing are going to be replaced by something even sweeter. And maybe you have already noticed it. Just hang in there. Stay on the path. There is a process. Seat belt straight up. I mean, seat belts on. Seat straight up. Seat in front of you. Trays up. There's a process in doing this. You have to follow the process. It is a scientific process, and you follow it, and it works. If you're not following it to the letter, it's not going to work. You're going to constantly be looking. Constantly. Proper association is extremely key. Chant. Read. Whenever you have the association of a senior devotee or an acharya, Take advantage of that. Take advantage of that. Uh, bhajans. It, it's, it's a preaching process before we did the, uh, before we read. Just singing the Hare Krishna Mahamantra was so full for me. It was like, okay, I'm good. It is just that powerful. And if you think about it, so many people are saying it. There has to be something to it. There really is something to it. There really is. Keep asking. Pray. To be in the right mood. To be in whatever mood. To be on whatever steps that it takes to feel that you are making some progress. That you are feeling a connection to someone here. If not, at least to Krishna. I still pray. The Mahamantra covers everything, but I still pray. A parent still likes to hear from their child. I still cry out to Krishna. Pray to Krishna for whatever the lack is that you're sensing, that whatever the stumbling block is, he is the most, he's the only, he's omnipotent, can do anything, and he will do whatever it takes to get his child back to the spiritual world. I know I gave you more than you asked for, but I hope some of that helped. Thank you. Thank you so much. Anyone, any comments, anything you want to share before we end? Yes, Prabhu, please tell me your name. I'm sorry? Nitai Charanda. Haribo, Prabhu.
Let's see, you're going to, I don't know if we can hear you. But you can use your outside voice if that mic's not working. I'm not sure what's wrong with it, okay? something, you can't just leave that person in that void. They've had something to keep them going. You have to replace it with something else. Otherwise, there is not going to be any success on that path, whatever path they're on. And with Krishna consciousness, when you give up that that's holding you back, Krishna will give you something more permanent, even better, way better than what you had before. And you can have it eternally. And then not to stop at that, he keeps reciprocating. It goes beyond reciprocity. You do this, I do that. It's not that. It's a loving exchange. And when the love is involved, true love is involved, and that is with Krishna. When you understand that, the sky really is the limit. The sky really is the limit. Thank you so much, Prabhu, for being there. Any other comments, Prabhu? Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Gaur Prabhananda. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.